Sing 2. Sings 2 is the story of Buster Moon. Buster Moon is an aspiring theater producer who writes plays and wants to do so at the big stage and on a bigger level. So he has a talent scout come to watch his show, but the scout breaks it to him that he doesn't have what it takes to make it. However, Moon isn't a quitter, so he decides to take it upon himself in order to give him and his cast the shot at producing a big show. And fortunately, his antics and grit work. He lands a show with a big production company, but unfortunately, it's led by a jerk. And to top it all off, Moon lands his gig by telling a lie, saying that he knows a really big star named Clay Calloway, who hasn't been seen in years, and he convinces them that he can get him into the show because they're friends, which is where the lie comes in. Moon has to overcome these lies, produce a show from scratch, motivate his cast to perform like crazy, and somehow get his star performer into the show. And we have our movie. Overall, I found a lot of enjoyment in this movie, and I recommend it, especially if you're a family with kids. The movie's entertaining and fun, it has great vocal talent in the cast, and it takes time to really show that off, which is great. Great payoff and a great second half, albeit being a little stretched too thin in the first half. Fortunately, the straightforward humor ends up coming in where you need it most. Starting off with what I really enjoyed about this movie. This movie has excellent style with its humor. Movies will try different tactics with humor. Sometimes they'll go slapstick, sometimes they'll go subtle, and other times they'll go raunchy. However, Sing 2 takes this a little bit differently by being candid, straightforward, and really effective. It takes advantage of the right moments, allowing it to be really simple without trying to be too on the nose. It comes across really well and will likely resonate with audiences of all ages, which is great because it's easy to pick up on. The approach is candid, it's simple, and everybody can enjoy it. Also, this is a phenomenal soundtrack. Sing 2 has a lot of songs that stretch across many generations, young and old, and that allows a vast audience to find something to latch onto, and sometimes it can even get you to sing along with them. And these songs are just performed really well by excellent vocal talent and really elevate these original songs and combine for a great soundtrack. And in some cases, I actually like the covers of these songs in Sing 2 more so than the original songs. It's so good to the point where you might actually find yourself adding Sing 2 songs to your car playlist on whichever music app you use. Makes for great car playing, check it out. Also, Sing 2 provides excellent payoff when it needs it most. The movie is really a build-up to one big event, and if the movie doesn't take adequate time to go through that big event, it can feel like a waste. Fortunately, the movie dedicates a large runtime to this one big event. It goes through it nice and slowly at a steady cadence, and you really feel like it's all coming together after a first half that was quite scatterbrained. It takes this scattered first half and consolidates it into a nice, meaningful package that really feels great to watch. It's just executed very, very well. And lastly, I really like the story that's told here about an inspiring artist just trying to make it. It's a story that's been told many times over, but the manner in which this movie goes about it is really intriguing and really heartfelt. It's just the guy who's trying to overcome adversity, do his best, and he does so with really likable characters. But I just wish the movie spent more time exploring each of these characters to get to know them better. Which brings us into what I didn't like so much about this movie. The first half of Sing 2 is extremely messy. Sing 2 has a lot of main protagonists between Moon and the rest of the cast in his production company. And the movie follows each of them in their own plot lines in varying ways. And this requires an ample amount of screen time for each, but when you only have an hour and about 45 minutes, it doesn't really allow you a lot of time to get to know each of these characters. You get the sense that they're awesome and likable, but the movie doesn't really take enough time to explore each of them, which I thought was kind of disappointing. I almost think the movie could have benefited from being 20 to 30 minutes longer. And considering it was pretty well paced, I wouldn't have really minded that. And also, the villain is ludicrously exaggerated. Our main antagonist really comes in two forms, one time and also Mr. Crystal, who is the one who's financing this production that Moon's putting on. And the movie effectively uses time as an obstacle to Moon and his cast, but Mr. Crystal is so exaggerated in his sinister nature that it almost feels nonsensical and therefore non-believable. His actions in the film would ultimately compromise his position in the world, and it hurts his credibility as a character. It really it ultimately reduces him to being nothing but egotistical, power-hungry, and just typical. 
I'd even go as far as to say annoying. He almost feels like cannon fodder where he's just a really stereotypical villain that's just made to be easy to hate. And while that might work with a younger audience, it won't fool those who are adolescents or older. Friends, at the end of the day, I'm gonna have to give Sing a 7 out of 10. It was good, and I highly recommend seeing it in theaters, especially if you have young kids or a family. Friends, have you seen Sing 2? If so, what'd you think of it? You know where the comment section is. Let me know. Thanks so much for watching another Bankrupt Hippo movie review. Click right here if you'd like to see more. I've been Bryson. Until next time, have a great day.